L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it, I'm R.J. Live, coast to coast. 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock here in Vegas. Action-packed hour on Tuesday for you. Dedicated listeners know Tuesday is the early free pick from Steve Fezzik, and it's been crushing. Two things it's been doing. One, the pick, 9-2-1. and one. That's against the spread. Nine winners, two losers, one push, and winning in front of the world. Also, the pick has moved, the line move. Why early? Because of the line move. 8-1. and one. It's moved in the direction Fezzik predicted. Three times, no move at all. Also, we're going to be talking... Pros versus the world. What does that mean? We got ESPN, Colin Cowherd, etc. Though that's the world. The pros in Vegas, they know more. Steve Fezzik, NFL expert. Brad Powers, all the college knowledge. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to know more than their buddies. My personal promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. Jonas, back tomorrow. 
This is Straight out of Vegas. All right, Fez. Obviously, let's start with the Monday night football recap. I mean, maybe the Carolina side's easier. Here's a team that is out. It's a dream crusher. And whatever the stats say, whatever they say at the podium, this is a team at least next week, at least, and I think probably for the final two, I wouldn't even consider batting. I get the whole idea that, oh, it's all about the numbers, RJ. You always say winners bat numbers, losers bat teams. There's occasionally factors so big that no number is reasonably going to account for it. Me, yeah, give me 30, I'll take them. But any reasonable number, at least based on the records, based on the stats, I'm not looking at Carolina. Why? Because of the dream crusher. Whatever their dream, a team's dream is entering the season, once the loss happens, once the event happens that precludes that, that makes that impossible, the next game is tough. And we've all had it in life. When you have something you work towards, and think about it, guys, these NFL players are working towards this for a year, right? They have one shot a year to make the playoffs. And when Carolina is not going to, it is a year's worth of work. And now all of a sudden, in this case, five days of rest, play the next game and be 100%. I don't think so. Yeah, I agree with you. Big downgrade for Carolina. Two and a half point downgrade in my numbers, RJ. And think about this. Carolina actually covered this game, but yet they get a huge downgrade in my numbers. And it's not so much you're reevaluating the quality of the team, but rather you're reevaluating the motivation. Yes, one half of 1% chance now for Carolina to make the playoffs. Let's face it, as you said, they're basically out of it. Yeah, and, and I think, so. again, we can debate where that line is. Like I hear people talk about all oh, 5% chance they're out. I think at 10%, teams, kind of that one out of 10 teams probably are still going to try pretty hard. Obviously, you got exceptions like the Browns and the idea that they're playing for more than just that small chance of the playoffs. They're playing for next season, momentum, Baker Mayfield being the right draft choice, all kind of things. The post-Hugh Jackson, we're going to show him and the world that it was Hugh Jackson's fault. All of that, I think. And sometimes a team can have a real chance. Like, if you think about it, if a team had an 80% chance if they win the game and a 15% chance if they don't, you might say, well, 15 still big. Yeah, but maybe that next week, maybe maybe just the first half, it, there's going to be a hangover. But specifically with Carolina, I think it's, it's massive. So you're saying you're trying to quantify it, and the net downgrades two and a half points. Boy, that how much of that is... Cam Newton looking physically worse than we thought he was, uh, being more injured, his shoulder, than we thought? And how much of it is the give up after the dream crusher? Yeah, it's about half and half here, so a little more for a point from Cam's shoulder being more injured than we thought. Let's face it, last night you watched the game, he really could not throw the ball more than 10 yards down the field and threw a whole bunch of wobblers. So, So more than 10 yards down the field? 
And the the adjustment for that is like a, a point and a quarter? Probably is inadequate. Come. So why did you do it that way? Well, I'd already downgrade him for being banged up a little bit, you know? So I think that maybe it maybe we need to even rethink whether Carolina requires a massive, massive downgrade. I got to tell you, RJ, it's very rare for me to downgrade a team two and a half points this late in the year. That is a huge adjustment. Well, I, I think this goes, though, to what power ratings really are, though. To me, I like power ratings to be just how good the team is uh, talent-wise. How, how, what you would expect, all things equal, we're playing for planet Earth, and this is our team. How well are they going to play? And then, and that, does, that should account for injuries. As in, oh, look, the quarterback's healthy, great. The quarterback's out, uh-oh, not as good. And then the other factors – like situational, oh, this is a third straight road game, or um, sandwich spot, right? They got a, they're laying fourteen, and they've got a uh, so that they can win at will, pretty much, right? At least that's what they feel potentially. But they got a big game next Thursday. Like we had the Chargers in that spot a while back. They're laying what was it like sixteen, and then they were playing Kansas City. The next Thursday, barely beat the Bengals. But to me, that kind of that kind of factor isn't in, shouldn't be in the power ratings. Agreed. Right. So it sounds like you're blending it in here, though, that somehow the your perceived decrease in Carolina motivation you've got blended into the power rankings. Yeah, I do, and because there's only two weeks left, I think I can put that the dream is crushed into their last two games. Yeah. Hmm. I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Um, what, what did the market say? What, so Carolina was what yesterday on next week's game? And what are they right now? You got it, Brian? Yeah, Carolina was a four-point favorite over Atlanta last night. Now Carolina a two-and-a-half-point favorite, coming off a game where they covered the spread. Yeah. Boy, that doesn't seem like enough to me. And the look ahead. Was, well, but remember, going through three is big. Yep. And the look ahead was actually Carolina was a six-point favorite. So there was already adjustment on Monday night and then a further adjustment that occurred this morning. So along the lines of us trying to communicate, because as our research shows, more than half or about half our listeners don't bet on sports. So when you say quickly the look ahead what actually are you trying to say to the 80% of people that don't know what you're talking about? If you had bet this game one week ago, Carolina was minus six hosting Atlanta. Okay, so you're saying before this Monday night game effectively was the key. Yes. Okay. To me, I think another takeaway from this Monday night game, and, and quite frankly a really important takeaway, is how random, how much luck there is in any – NFL game. And if you make a bet on the game on getting paid or or losing, winning or losing, and if you're a fan of the team or if you're a coach, you know, I saw uh, I was watching that Browns game on Saturday night and the Denver coach, when it was slipping away, you could just see, and maybe I was projecting, but, you know, the talk is is that unless Denver finished strong, and even if they did, maybe he was gone. But uh, the idea is Denver's going to go another direction with their coach. Now, you think about it, you might think, you know, how much money does 
Van Joseph, right? Is that his name? Vance Joseph. Vance Joseph. Is how much money does he have in the bank? You know, I'm sure a lot more than the, you know, undoubtedly a lot more than the average person. But, you know, Colin on the herd, he always talks about generational wealth. The idea that you're covered and your kids are covered. And, you know, we can all debate, hey, kids need to have their own motivation and all that. And I think there's probably a lot of truth in that. But my guess is that this coach is probably never going to be a head coach again. And you just don't know if one or two balls had bounced in a different direction, if he could have ended up having a 15, 18-year head coaching tenure, and all of a sudden now he has generational wealth versus he's uh, working in the you know, local casino as a greeter when he's, you know, 62, right? Not that that's a bad job. Not that, hey, who wouldn't want to get paid, you know, who knows, 180 a year to greet. I mean, a lot of people would love that. And, and it, it, there is something, in a way, there's something grand about that, that, that the stakes are so high. And Brad, in college, I think there's a good example of that with the Penn State coach, right? Yep. Whereas... There was a certain point not that long ago that odds are he was out the door. Yeah, James Franklin, head coach Penn State, two years ago in exact. Penn State's about a three-touchdown home underdog to Ohio State, and they are trailing Penn State in that game late in the fourth quarter. Penn State rallies the win, and James Franklin goes from being on the hot seat to a new contract by the end of the year. And gener- you know, and who's to say where it goes from here, but... And again, if he would have been a coordinator or whatever, would have made fine money. But it's funny. We all, in a way, you kind of hope that it's, it's just ultimately the truth exerts itself. You know, Warren Buffett has a, a great saying is stock prices in the short term are a voting booth. As in it's, it's a opinion. Oh, I think Amazon's a good stock. But in the long run, it's a way, it's a... Uh, Hmm. What's a, he, I think he called it a way station, but it's it's a scale, maybe is another way to say it. Whereas whatever the truth is, how much money that company makes ultimately is going to dictate its stock price. So it's a uh, popularity contest initially, then it's about the truth exerting itself long term when it comes to stocks. Look at Enron. You could have said for a long time, oh, Enron's fundamentals are flawed, but look how much money... Everyone's making buying Enron stock. It's like, yeah, when it was a popularity contest, a vote, the money was made. But ultimately, when the truth exerted itself, it was worthless. But you look at this game last night, and if you had bet on the Saints, or if you had bet on Carolina, or if you were a Carolina uh, player, coach, whatever, and I think Riverboat Ron certainly is, uh, his job's in jeopardy. That that the way the ball went out of the end zone and was a touchback, that game could have easily fallen. What would have been ten? I guess if they scored the touchdown, Fez. Yeah, they score the touchdown. The, the Saints. Saints win by ten. If well, the, likely if the Saints pick up the first down on the half yard line and he goes out of bounds, or the fumble goes out of bounds on the half yard line, then they can take knees and the Saints win by three. Or. They get stuffed, and then they have to kick the field goal, and the Saints win by six. 
So to me, it's one of those things that in the long run, if we're flipping coins and every and let's say it's a fair coin, and every time it's heads, I get a dollar and a penny, and every time it's tails, I give Fez a dollar. In 10 flips, 20 flips, he can easily beat me. Over 10,000 flips, it's impossible. It's literally statistically impossible that he could beat me. And that difference, I think, as we live our lives, we hope the the truth, or at least some of us hope, right? I guess <laughs> if you're someone who's sinister or whatever, you hope, I hope justice never is served. But <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you're someone that's trying to do good, you hope the truth exerts itself. But I'm not sure it does. And I know for sure that it doesn't when it comes to football. And anyone about the Saints last night, is probably nodding right now. When we come back, we're going to do Steve Fezzik against the world. ESPN, Colin Cowherd, they're wrong about these teams. Back in a minute. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And each weekday, we bring the fun of Vegas to you. Right now, the temperature on the Strip, 61 degrees, and the neon is blinking. Now, listen, one of the things I take pride in is that Vegas, when we disagree with you, we will bet you. We will bet you. You guys know that. And we've got some of the biggest names in media saying one thing. And Vegas is saying another. Let's do it. It's the pros versus the world. All right, Fez, let's start in the NFL. Brad's lobbying to slip a little college basketball in at the end. If so, I promise 20 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) You know, actually, Joel Klatt was on with the herd talking about how college basketball was probably the sport people care about the regular season. The least. The least. and But probably has the best playoffs. Yep. So in a way, it's a, it's a seesaw, right? The more the playoffs matter, the less the regular season matters. Finding that, uh, finding that balance is the mm. question. All right, Faz, so we've got the Houston Texans. ESPN, you might have heard of them. They say Texans, sixth best team in the NFL, number six, you say? Houston is overrated. I have the Texans number 10, RJ. All right, so what's ESPN getting wrong? Well, they're reacting to the 10-1 and recent run by Houston. Sounds like something to react to. <laughs> well, but the truth is, is that six of those wins... Why is Michael Jordan so good? Well, six titles. Oh, no, 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 that doesn't matter. Well, six of those wins could have gone either way in the final two minutes, and all right, Houston so we won call them those, all. We call those coin flip games. Correct. So the theory is, in the long run, 50% of the time you're going to win those games, 50% you're going to lose those games. So if they go 6-0, and that means they should have had three extra losses. Yes. And you're telling me if they had three extra losses, the Texans, they'd still be the 10th best team? Sounds like you might have got caught up a little bit with those wins. Possibly. You know, is there clutch, no, so if you for, will? Let's They've understand. been clutch the last two minutes. Okay, so that's one of the things that we – that seems very confusing because if there is such a thing as clutch, then why wouldn't they get credit for those wins? Because even if they were clutch, they should only win two-thirds of these games, not all six of them. All right, so this is almost the same conversation 
And listen, there's no right answer to this. This is not science. This is not two plus two equals four. This is there are intense debates about factors like this, right? And another example is turnovers. Some serious handicappers that make real money will say, I don't quite know why this team is taking the ball away more, why they're not giving the ball away, but I think there's something to it. It might not be the big difference between, you know, the best team and the worst team on net turnovers. That might not be a true difference, but some of that difference means something, right? And what I hear you saying is close wins are not all clutch, but maybe, just maybe, there's an element of it that isn't just a coin flip, and Houston's tapped into something that somehow, and I'm going to say that a little bit in a skeptical way, somehow they win more of these close games. No question about it. But well, no, there's no question about that's what you think. There's a big question about it being true. Yeah, I think they should have possibly been the favorite to win most of these six games, but winning all of them, no way, RJ. But why would they be the favorite to win? Just because they were the slightly better team and the game came down to the final two minutes and the slightly better team should be favored to win those games. Their schedule's been very easy, RJ. Remember, Houston has a last-place schedule. So five of their wins are against teams that are in my bottom quartile teams. They do not have one win against a team in my top quartile, my top eight. Hmm. So which, uh, that's an interesting point because imagine if you have Arizona – and let's say they go into overtime against the Rams. The theory is, oh, overtime's a coin flip, but it's not really a coin flip if one team is much better than the other. So you're saying Houston in those six games was better on average than their opponent, so they probably win more of the coin flips than just 50-50. Exactly. A poster it, child so that of doesn't that. sound like clutch then. That sounds like the, they were the better team in those games. Yeah, but if you're tied 13-13 against Buffalo with five minutes to play, should you be favored to win? Yeah, yeah. but that's not clutch. That's the, the superior team in a tight game late is different than clutch. That's a good point. Clutch is that you raise your level of play when the pressure's on. Joe Montana points at John Candy and laughs. Oh, everyone laughs in the lo- That's why he's Joe Montana. Now, maybe that's true, or maybe we reverse engineered that and made it where, hey, let's figure a reason why Montana won all these games when maybe it was just four coin flips. So I'm, I'm not... Brad, let, maybe you can be the Fez interpreter. Do you think Fez is saying that... The Texans are clutch or not? I, I can't I think, figure it out. I think they have one player that I could almost deem well, as Well, now clutch. you're telling me your opinion. Yeah. I'm asking you to be the Fez interpreter. I think he, what Fez is trying to say <laughs> is they're generally, they should have won three of those games. I don't think you can de- definitely. But if anything, he's them. saying they're clu- the Texans are clutch and somehow they were the better team. So oh. it sounds like they should have won much more than three. Which one is it, Fez? We'll, we'll be silent for you. They had an easy schedule. They should have won four. Just so we're talking about the Texans. Then. Yeah, the Texans, because they're playing against the Jets. They're playing against Buffalo. So if the game can go either way in the final five minutes, you have to say, hey, look. Right, so let's agree the better team's going to win more of the tight games late. Do you think there's an element of clutch? And defining that as in when the game's on the line, the team plays better. No, I do think it was more just random. So I've changed your mind just in the last five minutes. You have. Wow. I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas. We're talking to the two-time Super Contest champion, Steve Fezzik. He has ESPN's 
opinion on Houston wrong. ESPN says six, going more by the record. Fess says number 10. Next one, Colin Cowherd. No sacred cows. No sacred cow herds here. <laughs> We've got Colin saying the Rams number 10. Number 10. And Fez, you say? I have the Rams number four. Colin has the Rams underrated. Let's face it. I get it. The Rams have struggled the last two games, and Goff has struggled. But the Rams had the resume of a top five team. So I, I think they certainly struggled against Detroit, too, right? They covered the spread. They covered they the pretty, spread, but it was, a wor- it was a workmanlike no, effort. It was more than workmanlike. They, they were, were lucky to lucky. cover. They're lucky so to they cover. So they underperformed three straight games. Yes. So pretty much since that Monday night game, Almost against Kansas City, so almost like Ollie Frazier three. They were never the same after. I mean, at what point are we going to say, okay, Gurley's hurt? Who's? The, I mean, or would you be shocked if Jared Goff, if if it comes out that oh, actually Jared Goff tore has had a slight tear in his rotator cuff? Would that shock you if we find out about that in six weeks? It would not shock me. Okay, and and how healthy do you think Gurley is? Gurley is very much banged up. So I'm confused. Then it it, it seems like because here's the thing: what was the Rams Super Bowl odds entering, let's say, uh, the summer? Let's say July fourth, thirteen to one. Okay, and then what were their odds at when when they were like three and zero when they started the season hot? Plus two fifty. Okay, so they went from a hundred winning you thirteen hundred. To a hundred winning you less than three hundred dollars. Yes. And what happened in that time was they played a couple of games. They played three great games. Their offense looked great, and they got well, massively. That's what, when you play a great game, usually your offense or defense or both look good. And they got great. massively got overvalued by the marketplace pricing well, them. I got that part, but yeah. hold on. I'll just answer the questions. I'll ask them. You answer them. All right. So thirteen to one, the Rams were. And who? What players did they add in that time from when they were thirteen to one to plus two fifty? Added no one. Hmm. And it was just they played a couple of good games. Three really good games. Yeah, I got it. Really good. Keep adding the adjectives. I got it. <laughs> so my question is this: What? Since then, they haven't really played. I mean, we keep saying, "Oh, we kind of can see if we squint." what that team really should be or could be or were on their perfect nights. But what have we seen even, I mean, going back six, eight games, I mean, with that Kansas City game, that's a night. But but didn't the Patriots play pretty much the exact game against Kansas City? Hosted them, shoot out, win by three. They did. So, like, what have the Rams done in the last, let's say, two months that makes them any better than that thirteen? That team we thought was 13-1. to Because I would make the case Tlaib is playing worse than we expected. I would make the case Peters is playing worse than we expected. I'd make the case Sue is playing worse than we expected. And I'd make the case Goff is playing worse than we expected when they were 13-1, to the Rams. And I'd make the case that today's Gurley is not the player we expected. Yeah, the two so wins, how can they be better? The two wins against Seattle would be the 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 – Data points that you'd point to saying, hey, this is a clear And they were cut. both one-possession games. Yes, they were. And didn't cover. That sounds like a team that should be 13-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. I think you beat Seattle twice. That's pretty darn impressive. <sighs> okay, so that's it. So that's the one. 
Those are the those are the two data well, points. I mean, beating the- Seattle at home by less than a touchdown is not all that impressive. Yeah, winning in Seattle is. So one. Yes. In the last two months. And the Kansas City win that you mentioned. Eh, sounds like the team should be about 13 to 1. It should be like the eighth or ninth team. Well, it's interesting that you say that because if you're not going to put them in the top five, are you going to move New England, Chicago, and Pittsburgh above them? I, I, I tell you this. I, there's nothing I see about Chicago. Like, I, I, right now, if you say the last month of the season, the Rams' offense is what? 1 to 32. It's been bad. All right, so 20s. 20s. Defense, 1 to 32. Low 20s. So, yeah, I think the Bears, with clearly a historically good defense and an offense in the 20s, probably is better than the team that has a defense in the 20s and an offense in the well, 20s. Well, just two, just two weeks ago, the Bears were catching three at home well, against that, the Rams. That, so we're well, making if, a massive if we adjustment. Did, but if we didn't – no, we're not making an adjustment. Who did you like in that game? I like the Bears. Exactly. If the betting market were right all the time, why would we ever lay 110? Fair enough. All right. I what do you where do you got Brad real quick where do you have the Bears, the Bears? Oh, I'm sorry, the Rams. Let's say Rams. Uh, higher than tenth, I would have them seventh, sixth or seventh right now. So, but not even close to the like not like because you've got them. What's the separation? How much would you have to upgrade the Rams to make them number two, Fez? Just half a point to be tied. So, so, so the Rams are a half a point from the second best team in the NFL. From Kansas City. No, I the second best team in yeah. the NFL. Mm-hmm. Who, who. This is straight out of Vegas. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. In just a minute, we are going to talk about another team that Fez and I disagree on. First, all the latest. Dan Beyer at the Fox Sports Radio Studios in Los Angeles. Wanted to tell you that number two Duke right now getting all they can handle and then some from Princeton. Tigers were up early in this matchup. 420 to go in the first half. Blue Devils now with a 26-18 lead. Duke coming in with a record of 9-1. Staying in North Carolina, Carolina Panthers head coach Ron Rivera saying today that he's going to talk with Cam Newton later this week to find out if he will start week 16 or not. Newton's been dealing with a shoulder injury. Rivera says he wants to find out how Cam is both physically and mentally before deciding if the quarterback will start in that NFC South showdown. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers is expected to start against the Jets in week 16 despite a groin injury. While Green Bay did place running back Aaron Jones on injured reserve today, he's done for the year with a knee injury. Some running back news in LA. First Chargers tailback Melvin Gordon practiced fully today as he tries to return from a knee injury Full speed was the quote from head coach Anthony Lynn, while the L.A. Rams are signing free agent running back C.J. Anderson to back up Todd Gurley. The Lakers have called up Rajon Rondo and Brandon Ingram after rehab stints in the G League. They'll join the team after tonight's game in Brooklyn. Also in the NBA, Mavs guard Dennis Smith Jr. won't play tonight against the Nuggets. He's out because of a wrist injury. And the Minnesota Twins announced they will retire Joe Maurer's number 7 this season after the catcher called it quits this offseason after 15 seasons with the franchise. Back to you in Vegas. Vegas. I'm RJ Bell, straight out of Vegas. All right, Fez, let's debate Green Bay. You've got Green Bay where? Right in the middle, number 16, dead average team in the NFL. Okay, now we talked already about Carolina, where you tend to, in your power ratings late in the year, you account for a team's motivation. So if a team is unmotivated, you're going to downgrade them. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. So if you just look at Green Bay's win-loss record and stack rank, they have the 23rd best, and they have a tie, so it's kind of easy to 
be by themselves. They're all by themselves with the 23rd best record. So if all I did, Freddie Fanny Pack style, the kind of guy that goes down to Fremont Street here in Vegas, he gets a deep fried Twinkie, puts it on a stick, walks down Fremont eating it. Can you? It's an amazing sight. Like to see him just moving his hands in the twin. Oh, and he's got the fanny pack. He's going to say Green Bay is the 23rd best because look at the record. Now, considering the questionable motivation of Green Bay right now, how are they clearly better than their record? I don't know if their motivation is questionable. It's all based hmm. upon the McCarthy exiting. And does Aaron Rodgers really want to show Green Bay that it was more McCarthy than it was him and the struggles he had this year? It's the big question. How motivated really is Green Bay? Wow. Boy, so your assumption and your number, and I think that's a super important point. You've got to assume or understand what the assumptions are of a handicap, of a game view. You're looking at the game. I think Tom Brady's as good as ever. Okay, that's one assumption. The other is, boy, the tape guys tell me Tom Brady's showing his age, especially when the pressure's on. That's another assumption. Your assumption is, Steve Fezzik, that Green Bay, this lingering idea of let's show everyone McCarthy was the problem, you think that lasts beyond the Atlanta win, who, quite frankly, Atlanta outgained Green Bay in the game. And then they went into Chicago where, hey, defending their division and not letting the new kid on the block run rough shot failed and they lost. And you think now... In an out-of-conference game on the road against the Jets, that Aaron Rodgers is more than average motivated. That's your assumption. I assume he's average motivated. Hmm. What do you think, Brad? Below average. In fact, I, I mean, the line says completely opposite. Right now, it's pick em between the Packers and the Jets. Well, I feel the line is pick em because there's uncertainty, even though Rodgers has said he wants to play, whether he's going to play. Well, the hold line. on a second. Why wouldn't he play? There's talk about sit, that they're, they've, they've, they've thought about set, sitting Rodgers down. What? Well, geez, doesn't the talk of sitting Rodgers <laughs> down tell you that the motivation's a question mark? Well, if Rodgers plays, that motivation then becomes a positive, that he's chosen to play despite being banged up. But the very fact he's choosing, that's like saying, how long ago did you get married? This is an easy question. I'm choking. Ten years ago. Okay. <laughs> 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 Wait, you know, let's actually, I mean, that, that's fascinating. We, we can't let that go. So wait, hold on a second. I've got a, <laughs> your wife doesn't listen to the show, does she? She rarely listens. Rarely. I think rarely means she doesn't listen, right? Yes. <laughs> thank, you... thank goodness. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine the idea that you ask him that question and we could have played this music? So Faz, how long ago were you married? I mean, that's hilarious. Final Jeopardy. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you a question. If the night before she would have texted you or whatever, whatever there was 10 years ago and you said, she said, honey, I got to tell you, honestly, I'm 50-50. If I'm going to go through with this tomorrow, sweet dreams, I'll tell you in the morning. So you're like tossing, you're turning, you're wondering. You're looking on Facebook for your exes, wondering what your options are. <laughs> and then lo and behold, the next morning she says, okay, something else fell through. I'm in. Now, do you say, "Woo!" now I know for sure she's into it. No. 
Okay, isn't that exactly what we just said? Is that somehow the fact he's questioning playing or not, Aaron Rodgers, if he decides to play, it's a sign he's extra motivated. Wouldn't you say that about the wife in that scenario? I would say that, <laughs> no, I, I can't compare the two, but I think that the team would respond <laughs> to the fact that Rodgers what is going to put they gonna, the line, Aren't they going to be responding? Aren't they going to be? Oh, so now he's suddenly less than 100%. When did he get injured? He's not been right, I don't think, all year long. Oh, so he's just been injured the whole year. Okay. Well, but now he's not going to play. The very fact he's considering not playing is the deflation. That's where the deflation is. And we are seeing it in the line with it being Pickham <laughs> at the Jets. You know, Brett, how much do you think Fesh should pay me for this? Oh, pay you? Yeah. I think he is. Have you seen the, how the bets have gone? <laughs> That's a low blow. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we come back, what we know for sure is Fez has been killing it on his early best bat. We've got that, and we are the pregame show America Always Wanted. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm R.J. Bell. We are Straight Out of Vegas, and we got Fez's best bet, early best bet, hot, 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 coming up in a few minutes. First, though, Brad, college football bowl game, probably a biggie, I figure. What's the name of it? <laughs> Boca Raton Bowl. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> Wasn't there a Seinfeld episode in Boca Raton? You got me on that. Oh, <laughs> I remember Costanza's dad said <laughs> they didn't want him moving into uh, Jerry's parents where they were living. He goes, I'll be in the beach house. I'll be at the pool. <laughs> 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 Gotta love Seinfeld. This game, though, is very interesting. UAB favored by one and a half against Northern Illinois because it plays into one of our big picture bowl prediction concepts which is these teams, all of them, play a majority of their key games. College football teams play a majority of their key games in conference. So if the conference is not as good as we think, or if the conference is better than we think, the record gets reevaluated. And, oh, wait, this team was 500 in conference. They must be horrible. Wait a minute. Now with further information, the conference is much better than we thought, this team is better than we thought. Now, how do we determine? As the bowl season progresses, how do these conferences do? Conference USA. Yeah, UAB, the champion of Conference USA. But the problem, if you want to back UAB like I do tonight, is what happened with those two Conference USA teams that have already played bowl games? Two blowout losses. Failed to meet expectations, expectations being the Vegas line, by a combined 58 points. And even more important to me was those two Conference USA teams, at least coming into the game, were bet on and perceived to be in a great spot because both So there's no, were, like, external factor no. that would have led to getting blown out. No. And these two teams were playing and a pair of interim coaches. So the, the market said, hey, play on these Conference USA teams. That's not happening in the market with this game tonight. All right. So the market said play on. And the, the Conference USA teams got blown out both games. Yep. You got anything, Fez? 
just the if UAB fails tonight, I think it's a power fade to go against the next three conference. But USA but but teams. Brad, you're still believing in Conference USA. You've got to pick on the game. Yeah, I still believe in UAB here. I like UAB. Have bet UAB minus the one and a half. And to me, it's more of a play against their opponent. UAB's opponent is Northern Illinois. The worst bowl coach in the country is at Northern Illinois. Rod Carey in bowl games, zero and five straight up. 0-5 against the spread, has not covered any of those games by an average of 18 points per game. And the Mac, Ooh. the Mac since Christmas Day 2015, 1-11 in, in bowl games. I can't be on the Mac here. That's interesting because if you're just 0-5, it's one thing. But if you're losing by a big margin, it's another. Brad likes UAB tonight. If they lose, Conference USA, problem. Just one minute for Fez's bet. When do you want to spot that burglar? When he's scooping or scoping out your house, or scooping up all your stuff? No, no, no. After he's in it, ask John, whose blink camera alerted him of burglars trying to break in while he and his family were home. Or Shannon, whose blink camera caught a thief stealing packages. Both times, blink video clips were sent to the police to help convict the crooks. Blink motion-activated indoor and outdoor camera are wire-free, set up in minutes, and run on two AA batteries that last up to two years. And if you're traveling over the holidays, Blink's live feed option lets you monitor your home and check on pets from anywhere using the Blink smartphone app. No contracts, no subscriptions, totally affordable, and Blink works with Alexa. Blink camera systems make great holiday gifts, and they're a brilliant way to monitor holiday package deliveries. Save up to a whopping 40% off all outdoor XT and add on cameras through December 22nd. Wow, supplies last. Visit blinkprotect.com slash holiday. That's uh, blinkprotect.com slash holiday. Blink is an Amazon company. All right, Fez, if you want Blink, we got to win. You've been killing it. Let's be clear. When it comes to this Tuesday bat, every Tuesday in front of the world this year, nine winners, two losers, one push, and you predict the line move, that's even better. Eight, one, and three. Eight and one when the line moves. Go. Minnesota, Detroit. We're playing the total here, RJ. We are going under the 43 and a half. Under 43 and a half, Minnesota, Detroit. When you play a total, what do you want to see? You want to see running plays or passing plays? You want to see running plays because they're less dynamic. The clock continues to tick. The Minnesota Vikings threw the ball two-thirds of the time for most of the year. Boom, they just fired their OC. Their new OC comes in, and he is absolutely going to have a commitment to the run. Last week, Minnesota ran the ball two-thirds of the time against Miami with great success. I expect they'll continue to run. In this game, we're going under the 43-and-a-half. And the theory is even if you're effective running the ball, the, the pace of the game slows down so much that running the ball leads to lower scoring. Correct. Okay, so let's look quickly at Minnesota's or Detroit's defense. So against the run, Minnesota DVOA is 17. Against the pass, they're 32. That concerns me a little bit. You got 10 seconds. The fact Detroit's worse against the pass in the NFL. Doesn't that mean Minnesota might throw more? I don't think so because they were so successful last week running against Miami, and Zimmer has said we need a commitment to the run. That's interesting. So this handicap is driven by that commitment to the run you see with the offensive coordinator, the new one. He was upgraded in staff, and your pick, best bet Fez, under 43-and-a-half, and you expect that line to move. So if you like it, bet it now. We are straight out of Vegas We told you the odds. Next up, 
the odd couple. Right out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 